Hello and welcome back to the Ideal Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 26 and today myself and my co-host Leah are going to be talking about why fat burning does not equal fat loss, why they are separate things and why you should really care about that. And I suppose the simplest way of thinking about like why you should care about this is because if you ever hear somebody talking about fat burning, it's important to differentiate between the two, particularly if it's like a supplement, etc. If you're paying for something or whatever it is, it is kind of useful to know that they are separate concepts. So most people will think about them as being interchangeable. They'll think fat burning is interchangeable with fat loss. To be quite specific about what they are, fat loss is the loss of fat on your body. It is the reduction in the amount of body fat you have. That's pretty simple to understand. Fat burning is fat oxidation, to be more specific. It's referring to the use of fat as a fuel source by the body. So I suppose we I'll get you to talk about like what exactly that means. Like how can they be separate? Because they count they sound kind of similar even with the definition that I've just given then. Yeah, I think the best way to I put this into context is definitely like the low carb approach and what a lot of advocates of the low carb approach. Eat more fat, burn more fat. Yeah, which they're not lying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, when you have more fat available in your system, you will your body will prefer that as a fuel source. And, you know, that's the calories it has available. So, yeah, of course, you're going to oxidize or burn more fat the more you have access to. It doesn't necessarily mean, though, that it's going to lead to reduction in your actual fat stores. So we know that when you have a lot more fat in your diet, like this is a bit of an oversimplification, but when you have more fat in your diet, yes, you're burning more as a fuel source, but you're also storing more fat away. So you're you're using the fat that you have there as a fuel source, but you're storing it as well, unless you're in a calorie deficit. So if you're just eating at maintenance calories and you're on a low carb diet, you are not going to lose body fat. You'll be burning it, you won't be losing it. And that's like that really important distinction between the two. I think the easiest way I can think it through and explain it is an extreme example. If you ate 9,000 calories of fat, so you just ate a ton of fat, like an obscene amount of fat, I think it's quite easy to then understand that you're not going to burn 9,000 calories of fat in a day. So when you think about that, it's like, okay, you've consumed 9,000 calories of fat, you're burning less than that amount, some is going to get stored. That would be a day where you have this obscene amount of fat burning because you have so much available to burn. It's your main fuel source because there's so much available, but you would be gaining fat that day even though you're burning more than ever. Yeah, you can be burning all the fat, but if you're having in a calorie surplus, you're also going to be storing more than you're burning and therefore be gaining an overall amount. Yeah, and that's an unrealistic example, but you kind of just apply that logic back to smaller amounts like the maintenance example and everything like that. And that's why it's like kind of a, it is an oversimplification to think about it in terms of being like, you're storing more fat and burning more fat at the same time. Because what if you are in a calorie deficit and you are I mean, if you're in a calorie deficit, if that's a different story, then you're definitely, you will be um, losing body fat. But that's not... But the same concept kind of applies where it's like this net balance, where it's like if you did a calorie deficit on a high fat diet, you are still burning more fat than if you were on a higher carb diet. (laughs) But the balance could still come out the same. Exactly. The next concept I'm going to talk through is 
fasted cardio. So I, I want you to bear with me because this, this explanation could get longer than I'd like because I'm, I'm mostly doing this off the cuff, but it is something that I think is an important thing to think through. When you do fasted cardio, you are quite literally burning more fat. This is why a lot of coaches talk about it. They talk about this concept of doing fasted cardio because you'll have less glycogen available to burn because you haven't just eaten, you haven't got this glucose source coming in. So you're going straight to your body's fat stores. We know from a research perspective very clearly, so whether you disagree with the mechanisms or anything I'm about to put out there, we just know from the research as a factual statement, if you match your calories and macros for the day, say you eat the same amount of calories and the same amount of protein no matter what, and you do the same amount of cardio and burn the same amount of calories in the cardio, the difference between doing fasted cardio or fed cardio, as in doing cardio after eating, come out the same from a body composition perspective. So... We know the results come out the same. So we know fasted cardio is not superior from that perspective. But something that kind of shook me when somebody asked me like two years ago, they're like, why does that happen? <laughs> why does it come out the same? And I was like, God damn, now I've got to figure out the best explanation for why this happens. And the best explanation I've got for that right now, or the simplest way I can think through is imagine you do eat a certain amount of calories in both scenarios, in the fed cardio and fasted cardio scenario. So say in the fasted cardio you're burning more fat, as I said. You haven't eaten yet, though. And then later on in the day, you have to eat the same amount of calories as you would have in the other scenario, and you've still only burnt the same amount of calories in that cardio session. Going back to that thing we just kind of talked about, you would be gaining more fat later on or burning less fat later on and burning more carbs later on because you've eaten more food, etc., and you would have burnt more earlier on. And it balances out in comparison to the other version where you would have burnt more carbs in the session, but you're also eating less carbs later on as well. So later on in the day when you're not doing this cardio or whatever, your basal metabolic rate is still going. You are still burn ca burning calories or any other movement or whatever you're doing is still burning calories. You would be burning more fat later on and it balances out in both those scenarios. It's a complex thing to think about. <laughs> But that is how it balances out. It just works out the same through those scenarios. And once again, as I said, even if you don't like that explanation, it doesn't necessarily matter because that is what the research shows happens in terms of outcomes. And we're very outcome-driven people. That's all we really care about. That's all we kind of really need to know, basically, that fasted cardio comes out the same as fed cardio. Yeah, and I like that you say that we're, we're outcome focused because when we were talking before filming this, I was like, oh, this is actually a really hard thing to explain the physiology of. And I don't even know if I completely, completely understand the exact physiology of everything. Um, but at the end of the day, it's the outcomes that matter. And yeah. we know the outcomes. And that, that's the thing, like with the physiology, it's like if I'm ever wrong on something, but I've got the outcomes right. I'm like, okay, I'll just change my opinion. <laughs> so yeah, like, exactly. Oh, okay. So my what I'm doing doesn't change, but the the reasoning or the physiology might, yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the same logic applies to the next thing we're going to talk about, yeah. and that is the fat burning zone. So, did, did this ever get you? So, like, I I remember when I was when I first stepped foot in a gym. Like, this is why I care about this topic. So, I first stepped foot in a gym. I just want to get jacked, obviously, and I, I cared about sports as well. So that was a big thing for me. So I'd always done cardio because I cared about sports and like being fit and stuff like that. And I remember hopping on a treadmill <laughs> and it had these modes that had like the cardio zone and the fat burning zone. And like, and I was kind of like, well, I care about sports. So I want to be fit. 
But then I saw the fat burning zone. I was like, I do want to be shredded too, though. <laughs> so I'd hop on and walk at a slow pace because that's what you got to do for the fat burning zone. Because if you do lower intensity exercise, it's burning less carbohydrates and it's burning a larger percentage of fat. In yeah. hindsight, I look back at how stupid that was. <laughs> but because I personally did that, I now understand yes. why other people will see that. Yeah, I totally understand why people... Like, it, when you say it, like, when you say, oh, if you are exercising at a lower intensity, then your body is using fat as its preferred fuel source. You're burning more fat. That sounds great. That yeah. sounds great. And also, you don't have to work as hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's appealing. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like a really appealing concept. But unfortunately, because of the concepts we've talked about fat burning doesn't equal fat loss, then it really does fall apart. It really doesn't work that way. Yeah, so no, so no matter what your fuel source is, like if it's fat or if it's glycogen, you're still going to be burning calories. And at the end of the day, that's what we care about. If you're looking for fat loss and you're wanting to do exercise to facilitate that, we care about the overall calories burnt, not what fuel source they're coming from. Yeah, 100% agreed. I find it funny because like, Whenever I'm talking about exercise, I'm never being like, we're doing this for the calorie burn or whatever. But like when we are thinking about it through this lens, it's, it quite literally is yeah. the calories burned or what we care because it doesn't really matter if it's coming from fat or glycogen or whatever. It balances out over time because if you burnt more glycogen during that session for the same amount of calories, it's still going to work out because you'll be burning more fat later on when there's less glycogen available, for example, versus if you burnt more fat during that session but less glycogen, you'd be using more of that glycogen later on for your other daily activities or whatever throughout the day too. So in summary, low carb approaches, fasted cardio, the fat burning zone, they're all not going to facilitate fat loss more than another approach in which you're using a calorie deficit. They're not going to add an additional benefit and fat burning doesn't equal fat loss. And yeah. I think we just need to keep that in mind. Yeah, you can still do these approaches. Like if you like fasted cardio because it's more convenient or whatever your schedule, that's fine. If you if you like doing the lower intensity stuff because you, I don't know, for whatever reason, just because you like it more or because yeah. you feel like it allows you to do longer or whatever it is, you can do that too. They aren't necessarily detrimental or anything like that. We're just saying that they're not helping you lose additional body fat, which is what you might believe if you focus just on the fat burning or fat oxidation aspect of this equation. This has been episode 26 of the Ideal Nutrition Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week.